It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and today we're going to talk about something very serious that will help us as community members and family members. And first, I want to introduce you, though, our guest, Danielle Vasquez. She's the Director of Development at the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndrome, which is right here in Farmington. Welcome. Thank you, Rebecca, for having me. I'm really excited for this opportunity. Well, and, and I think it's life-changing, life-saving. It, so It is. It, it really is a great organization. I can't wait to speak about it. Thank you so much. Also joining us, I'm going to say all the way from Manti, driving up in the roads today, she's the grandmother, Joanne Otten, behind what's known as Miley's Law. And we'll talk about that. Joanne Otten, thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm honored to be here with, with you and also with the National Center of Shaken Baby Syndrome. It's a wonderful organization and a we need to speak about Shaken Baby and have people aware of what's going on. And, and even as you say that, it's very painful to hear because I think in our minds and in our hearts, we can visualize and understand a bit about just how vulnerable our children are. But we're going to talk in depth about how Joanne got involved and why it's so important for us to raise awareness and some of the prevention resources that are here. So talk to us a little bit about shaken baby syndrome and how prevalent is it? Why is it that it's something I want to say it feels like I'm hearing and reading about in the news almost on a weekly basis? Yeah, unfortunately, shaken baby syndrome is a very serious form of child abuse. Over 2,000 children are shaken each year. And Unfortunately, over 30% of those children will die from their injuries. Mm. The kids that survive will suffer lifelong consequences that are devastating, such as paralysis, blindness, and cognitive and learning disabilities. Shaken baby syndrome, deaths from shaken baby syndrome are more common than deaths from electrocution, poisoning, motor vehicle accidents, fires, and drowning all combined. When I was reading that, I, it took my breath away. I go back to the vulnerability of our children, and in particular, those infants, to think just how prevalent it is. 2,000, did you say nearly every day? Oh, no, oh, over a me. year period. 2,000, over mm-hmm. a year period. Now, in the month of April, it is National Child Abuse Prevention Month. Correct. And I want to segue to Joanne Otten, because your connection to shaken baby syndrome, to Miley's Law, goes back to your own uh, family history. Can you talk and share with us about that, please? Yes. In 2013, my daughter's husband, who is the girl's father, shook my granddaughter, Miley, and she lost one quarter of her brain. She also is blind in one eye, and it totally devastated our family. And at that time... I was so angry and so mad. Not only did my daughter lose a child, basically, that she knew, because Miley lost her seven months of of existence, basically. She started as a new baby again, but she lost her husband. And her life was destroyed at that time, and it affected our whole family. But Miley spent 18 days in the hospital for a totally senseless act of violence upon her. And... She came home 
she had to relearn to do everything. We had people coming into our home every single day giving her speech therapy, um, eating therapy. She had to relearn to sit up. She had to relearn to do everything. And it basically, it took over our whole life. I decided at that time that I could not allow this to happen to other children. I needed to become involved and do everything that I possibly could to stop shaken baby syndrome because I was totally unfamiliar with shaken baby. I didn't realize that it was did the things that it did to these children. And once I saw that, I, I couldn't not make my voice heard and become very loud. And I had a lot of people help me do that. So that's what I did. I and, became loud. And it became a law it in the state of law, Utah. Yeah. Which is still very surreal to me. But it it took many people to help me on that. I can't take the credit for the whole thing. But it was really needed because our our parents need to know who our children are around. They need to know the coaches that they're around. They need to know who's teaching our children in Sunday school or all these different activities they have, they need to know who is with their children. And do they have a, a prevalence towards being violent or abusive exactly. to either children or other adults? Exactly. Okay. And and so even as you say that, because this happened as intimately as it can be, uh, a father to a child, a wife's husband, you know, uh, your grandchild, it's, it wasn't even a stranger or babysitter. This was right within the family that this crime occurred. It was. They... He was tending Miley, and my daughter was at work. And at that time, he had been with her for about an hour, and he called me at my work, which I was only a few blocks away, and told me that she wasn't breathing. So I drove right over there, and there I saw him standing in the doorway with a baby that I thought was dead. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry that you have that memory in your heart. Uh, that's that's a lot of trauma, even as you remind us that when child children survive— they are often left with their own traumatic brain injuries in addition to the emotional trauma that I had. This is Joanne Otten, and she's often called Mad Grandma, too, because of, of the passion and emotion that drove uh, her to help champion children and protect them with Miley's Law. Thank you for joining us. Now, let's talk again about the National, uh, the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndrome. How did it start? Why did it start? Yes. Yeah, so the National Center on Shaken Babies Genome was actually a part of Prevent Child Abuse Utah back in the 90s. We were seeing more and more cases of shaken baby syndrome, but nobody had an organization to turn to, to have their questions answered, to have prevention programs, research, um, help with research and other things like that. So the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndrome broke off in 2000 as its own nonprofit organization. We are the only and largest nonprofit organization with a sole focus on the prevention of shaken baby syndrome. That's been almost 20 years it since has the been. start. Yeah, it's amazing how far we've come just as, you know, a, a little tiny organization. We're still small. We're only a nine-person staff, but we work on projects across the world. So we're really lucky to have the opportunity. We work with organizations such as the American Academy of Pediatrics. We work with the Department of Defense to have a great prevention program with the military. We've also worked with organizations such as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as almost all the hospitals here in Utah to help promote prevention 
attention in their hospitals after the delivery of a baby. And for those who just joined us, again, that is Danielle Vasquez. She's the Director of Development at the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndromes here in Farmington. Let's talk prevention, because that gives us that, as you were saying, Joanne, that that uh, knowledge we need to make sure we're cautious to our children around. It also creates awar- awareness, information, raises the flags for us. You have a very important uh, collaboration coming up, Play for Prevention. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, we're really excited. Play for Prevention. This is the first year we're launching this, and it wouldn't have been possible without support from the George S. and Dolores Story Eccles Foundation, from the Sorensen Legacy Foundation, and from Nate Wade Subaru. It's the first time that we've had this sort of initiative in April for Child Abuse Prevention Month. So the initiative is really encouraging families to get out and engage with their children through activity and play. It's a more positive spin when looking at child abuse prevention, where we're not talking about the negatives. We're focusing on the positive ways to build those relationships with our children. Because you see that when we feel a greater connection or when we interact more often with our children, we talk to me a little bit about that, about how play is a preventive tool. Yes. So great childhoods require a really loving and stable supporting environment. So studies have shown us that children who are raised in supportive and stable environments are more academically and financially successful. These great childhoods help children grow into productive contributing adults who give back to their communities. So this is based off of a term called ACEs, which is Adverse Childhood Experiences, which was found in a study done by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and Kaiser Permanente Health System in California. So these ACEs are referred to three specific types of childhood um, adversity that, that children may face in the home. So that might be physical and emotional abuse, neglect, as well as household dysfunction, such as traumatic events like um, substance abuse in the home, domestic violence, or parental separation or divorce. Children who endure ACEs are going to be more likely to drink alcohol underage, use tobacco, or have substance abuse issues. So the good news is though positive interactions can really reduce the effects of ACEs that they may have experienced in their life. So that's why the National Center is launching the Play for Prevention campaign. These positive quality times spent between children, their parents, their extended family, their communities can really have lifelong positive impacts. So the Play for Prevention is encouraging families in Utah to take the time to engage with their children through meaningful positive interactions. I, I'm thinking about all of that, that what you just shared. And I saw Joanne, your head nod uh, as an experienced mother and grandmother as well, that at sometimes we'd like to think that childhood is idyllic and that uh, children are all protected. But uh, unfortunately, because of family situations or poor behavior on the adults in their life, they do go through traumatic experiences. And yet they can be balanced out also, not made up for but that you can help children develop coping skills when you give them positive experiences. Had you heard of that term before, that ACE? Because this is the first time I'm learning about it, the adverse childhood experiences. I I had not until I became familiar and I heard about what they were doing right now, what Shaken Baby Syndrome, the National Center was doing right now, and I was ecstatic. I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful idea, and it all makes sense. We need to be involved in our children's lives. We need to 
participate in their activities and support them. That's what it's all about. We we need to be aware of where they're going and what they're doing. And I was just so happy to hear that they were doing this promotion. It's so important. Our our kids are the most important things in Utah, I think. And we need to be there for them. We need to support them. And we need to protect them. And, and as you share that, too, about you to our children being our most important resource or um, uh, the most important people, you know, in, in our communities, uh, it reminds me that um, the more you play with children, the more you develop skills um, for, for coping because raising children isn't easy. But most of the time, I have found that often people will go to um, crossing the line into abusive behavior because either they're not aware of what is a, a better choice to help them change their children's behavior, or they're bringing their own emo- emotional family baggage into that situation. So are you seeing that connection of, okay, if we learn how to diffuse difficult situations with our children, we are less likely to feel the the urge to act out. Exactly, exactly. It's really important for parents and caregivers to understand that you're not always going to be calm, but it's what you do in those stressful situations is what's important. So especially when raising infants and young children, when they may be crying all the time and you don't know how to cope with that crying, it's okay to set the baby down in a safe place, walk away and figure out your emotions, calm down, take a minute with yourself. Now, as the children get older, they may be experiencing these those you know same tendencies of not knowing how to deal with their frustrations. So together, as a family, you can figure out great ways to cope. Maybe take a walk, read a book, you know, things like that, that whatever you need to do to calm down, and that can be done individually or as a family is really important. A great skill to teach. Exactly. Now, as we talk about play for prevention and the initiatives going on uh, f- throughout the month of April, uh, let's talk about FanX and the Salt Lake Comet Convention, because this is a place where you've got people of all ages um, coming together. So what will we find there that's connected to play for for prevention. Yeah, so Fan X, the comic convention held here in Salt Lake at the Salt Palace on April 19th and 20th, is a great opportunity for us to celebrate play for prevention because it's a, a an environment for all ages. So we will be featuring activities in the kid con section of Fan X both days. We'll have a life uh, size figurine box where you can actually take figures acting like you're an action figure in the box, which is really cool. You'll have a chance to win. Uh, autographed in pictures from celebrities that are featured at Fan X. And then we will also have a big blow-up archery game where families can enter to win cool prizes from participants around the state. So we have gifts from Visit Salt Lake as their connection passes. We have tickets to Disney's Freaky Friday at Hill Center Theater. We have Snow White tickets from Ballet West. And we have other great offers from Discovery Gateway, Tracy Aviary, the Ogden Ice Sheet. So we're really, really excited for that. So what will it be called, your your area um, uh, at FanX? Just look for the Kid Con section. The Kid Con section, get in on the play. And again, all of these activities and the things that they win – 
go back into that larger issue or the larger invitation to play together as families. To, to build those experiences and those relationships. It's great for grandparents, for aunts and uncles, for parents, anyone who wants to, to increase that strength between the children in their lives and them. So we encourage everyone to come out. And like I, as, as you mentioned, all the, the activities that they can win, the prizes that they can win are just going back to encouraging you to experience everything together as a family. Tell me about the campaign. I understand that there's money being raised. Uh, tell me about that. Too. Yes. So we're really excited. All the donations that are collected throughout the month of April for Child Abuse Prevention Month, as well as the money raised um, at FENEX through our activities, will actually be matched by Nate Wade Subaru. So really, your donation will be doubled and have even a greater impact on the prevention efforts that we do here at the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndrome. You mentioned that, um, and thank you, uh, Danielle. Joanne, you mentioned that you hadn't heard of um, shaken baby syndrome uh, prior to 2013, or tell me a little bit about I, that. I had heard of it, but I didn't know anything about it. And honestly, I didn't care to know anything about it because it didn't affect me. But as Miley was hurt, I realized one thing, and that's the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. It also takes a village to protect a child. And our community became very involved in Miley and Miley's Law, and they supported us like it was just amazing who came forward. Our little Miss Sampete, she became very involved and did her her platform on the strength to be gentle, and she used Miley as her platform. We had the high schools there. We were allowed to go in and do presentations at the high school on child abuse. We had the State Board of Education allowed us to come and do a presentation up there. I have to say Sam Penrod of KSL was a huge supporter for Miley. And all of these people, we could not have done Miley's Law without all of these people, and especially Representative Darren Owens. He was He's my hero. He listened to me, and he did what he needed to do as my representative. I also need to say that the, the Bikers Against Child Abuse were a huge part of Miley's Law also. So it takes a whole village. It takes a community. The community is very important to be involved, even with what the National Center is doing right now. Your community is important to saving our children. Mm, I appreciate that, and especially when you made that point. It's it's often a story in someone else's life when we hear things like that, but when it touches your life directly, you start to see just how um, serious it is how this issue needs to be addressed. And I know KSL TV's Sam Penrod uh, comes from the area as well, right? He's, he does. He's from Sam Pete County. He, he grew up mm-hmm. in Manti and he's been a wonderful supporter of, of Miley and our family. And he did many stories for Miley's Law. And that's how we were able to get it out to the public. And I, through that, I heard from many people from Utah that had been abused themselves and they told me their stories which were devastating, and it gave them someone to talk to. And sometimes you just need to tell your story. So it opened many doors for for Miley's Law. And and I, I, that's what I wanted to do for just a second is follow up is on that um, the, the the tendency we had as a community to keep these things in secret and in quiet. And what that does as children continue throughout their lives without being able to get treated, without being able to get protected. So as you are going to schools and talking 
about this, you were opening doors. I'm really glad you said that because when this happened, the first thought that came to my mind is, what is everybody going to think of our family? Because when I think of abuse, I think of families that maybe don't have it all together. And yet we are a good family. We, we love each other. And I was really concerned at the time of what people would think. But as I, th- I thought about that, I thought, this isn't going to define us as a family, what happened to Miley. What will define us is how we react to it and what we do with her, her injury. And so that was kind of also why I decided that we could not sit back and be quiet. We needed to speak out and let our voices be heard. How old is Miley now? She's six years old. She's in kindergarten. She's doing wonderful. She's beautiful. Mm, I love to hear that. She's already, you said in kindergarten down in San Pete County. She's in, she's in Juab County. In Juab County. She's, she's doing wonderful. And that's happy, happy news for us as well. Danielle. I, I want to add uh, just to, to kind of go off of what Joanne was speaking about is, you know, there is the stigma of, you know, shaken baby syndrome only affects those that are maybe a lower socioeconomic status. And that's not true. It really can affect anybody. You know, we see it's just a person's snap reaction where they get frustrated. They don't know how to deal with a baby's crying really is the number one trigger. So we're really focusing on an entire societal change and outlook where we need to educate everyone. We work with hospitals and new mothers. You know, we give them prevention programs. That's why we're doing play for prevention, because we want to educate the entire community that, you know, shaking baby syndrome can happen to anyone. And it's, you know, it's important to know what your limits are, where you have your frustrations, and it's important to know when to step away. It's not just one group of people. It can happen to anyone at any time. I remember um, I had uh, two young children within a couple of years. One of them was chronically ill and could not sleep more than about an hour at the max. And I saw a pediatrician, and we were talking about we were in and out of Dartmouth Hospital with that baby. And um, she had said to me, um, what I want you to do is give yourself the freedom to walk away from the crib, walk out of the hall. And she said, and if you're in need, you can call me which we don't do typically, right? We don't call our doctors, but I was a new mom with a very sick, and I remember placing a call to her with a wireless phone. And she said, I'll stay on the phone with you. And I remember her saying, are you walking? Can you still hear the baby crying? Because as long as the baby was safe in the crib, can you just walk down? And I walked out. She says, can you still hear the baby? Yep. Let's walk further. And then she walked, I was outside under a tree and she just talked for a bit and said, when you haven't slept for a long time, it's almost like sleep, it is sleep deprivation, and, and you don't think clearly. So she says, so when you're exhausted, give yourself permission, protect yourself and the baby, put the baby in a very safe place, and then give yourself some respite. That was very powerful for me as a young mother to be given permission to be able to safely do that. And, and so I wanted to share mine, that this the, the trigger point often can happen to people with very well-intentioned parenting plans. Exactly. It's exactly what we, you know, our biggest message is. It's, it's, under, it's okay to get frustrated. You're going to get frustrated. It's what you do when you're frustrated is what counts. So, you know, set a baby down in the crib in a safe place and just walk away. A baby's not going to get hurt from crying. What's going to get hurt is when you, when you react with, in a frustrated manner. And as we talk about kids, I wanted to make the connection. I know Real Salt Lake is involved too. Tell me about that. Yes. So we're really excited because uh, Real Salt Lake has given us a once in a lifetime experience to, to give away during our Fan X. 
um, event. So with this package, you're going to be able to get four tickets to a 2019 season game. You're going to have an opportunity to do a meet and greet with RSL players and a chance for autograph signing. And you're going to actually do a halftime experience with former University of Utah football player and Real Salt Lake's pregame host, Tom Hackett, where you actually get to do some sideline reporting. And you'll get some cool RSL swag with it. And they're calling it the Real Salt Lake Junior Reporter Experience. And that is one of the prizes that can be won in KidCon during FanX if we find you. Exactly, exactly. And you can also go to Nate Wade Subaru and sign up for or to... Uh, sign up for a chance to win these great prizes at the Nate Wade Subaru location as well. I'm glad you brought that up too. There are a couple of websites before we wrap this up um, where we can get more information. Yes. Okay. Playforprevention.org. Yes, correct. Playforprevention.org is a great way to get all the information about what we're doing during Child Abuse Prevention Month. You'll be able to look at all the details about FANEX. You get to look at all the great offers that are going to be given during the month of April. We have some places like Ogden Nature Center, Discovery Gateway, Treehouse Museum that are doing discounts for families during Child Abuse Prevention Month. You just need to mention Play for Prevention and you can get some great discounts to at their event or at their location during the month of April. And you can also donate through that website to the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndrome. So visit playforprevention.org. That reminds me of what Joanne said. It takes a village and sometimes villages are neighbors, sometimes they're business partners, sometimes they're foundations when we all come together as a community and say, here's something that we want to empower our families and our children with. Before, um, and Danielle, thank you. Before I let you go, Joanne, as you are seeing here, you are six years later. Miley's Law has already been enacted, and you're seeing um, initiatives like this. What, is, what does that feel like for you as a grandma? It's, it's actually surreal. I mean, it brings so much, brings joy to my heart, because I know there's more children out there that need protection. And I hope everybody that is listening to this will become aware of your neighbors, become aware of the children around you, and become aware of your own children and not let this happen to them. Sorry to ask such a um, an emotional question, but we're talking about children, aren't we? Yes. Uh, Joanne Auden, also known as Mad Grandma because of the uh, Bikers Against Child Abuse. More importantly, the, the, the woman who helped create Miley's Law in uh, honor of her beautiful granddaughter, Miley. Thank you so much for joining us, Joanne. So glad to hear that Miley's in kindergarten and doing well. Thank you. I appreciate you letting me be here, and I appreciate Danielle and the National Center of Shaken Baby Syndrome letting me be a part of this. I'm so excited. It's been an honor to work with you, Joanne. It's an absolute honor, and you've done amazing things for the children here in Utah, and we're so excited to have you as a a partner and a champion for children. And I appreciate you, Danielle uh, Vasquez, for joining us, Director of Development at the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndrome, the big event, FANEX, at the Salt Lake Comic-Con Comic Convention, coming April 19th through the 20th, Get Engaged. Play for prevention with your children all month long throughout the month of April and all year long. But get those ideas, get in on the fun at KidCon, and let's support Play for Prevention at FanX this year. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you.